No, it's not Victa. It's Beta. Beta? Oh. Miss Marvel. Yeah, well, what a shocking surprise Christian has opened up this episode <laughs> with a Disney Marvel reference. One of these days, I'm going to explain why it's so important to our genre that Disney no. does or has done what it has, what it's done. We wouldn't have some of these ancient tales of cryptids. If it wasn't for Disney, if saving. it wasn't for Beauty and the Beast, yeah, we Sa never would have seen Bigfoot. Well, they kept those old stories in, in our minds so that we mm. could expand upon them later and then believe that we saw Bigfoot when we were all just tripping balls out in the forest. Ah, uh, yes. The Disney Bigfoot tripping balls paradox that we're all so familiar with. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to another episode of the Freaky Deaky Podcast. It's your favorite. Did you have a cold open for this? No. Or, or did you want to? Okay, are you sure? Because like I, I, halfway through that sentence, I was like, actually, it kind of feels like you might have done a cold open vibe. Nah, nah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back to the show, guys. As you can see, we're very courteous of each other's feelings here. I think, uh, yeah, it's been a week, hasn't it? Technically that... speaking, it's been another week. Yes. We're back here. It has been a week since we were last here talking about other stuff. Anyway, you guys know that because you were here last week as well. Yep. Teresa, it's nice to see you here again. Welcome. Welcome. Come on in. Yeah, we got Jeremy sitting up close and personal, huh? Yeah, what's up, dude? How you doing? I'm trying to swear less. I am. Uh, it's not working. It's not working that great, but I feel like actually maybe it's working a little. Maybe slowly by slowly, I'll slowly turn into Mrs. Frizzle, and this will just be an educational podcast about weird stuff. Am Who's I right? Mrs. Frizzle? Are you outside your mind right now? Maybe it's Miss Frizzle. Maybe she wasn't married. Does that matter? Does that change it for you? No? No, not ringing a bell. Not nope. a single, really. Okay. <laughs> okay. Everyone is screaming at their phones and or uh stereos and or whatever they're listening to this on welcome by the way miss frizzle from the magic school bus oh i was kind of older when that came out but i know the magic school bus right because you your kids at some point watched it yeah. yeah yeah magic school bus was awesome the books were awesome the uh imagination behind it was was dope i hear about it all the time because i i i Love magic and saying the word magic. Well, and I'm around nerdy, geeky circles, and they talk no. about that because that's like a classic. Are you kidding me? You strike me as the type that hung out with all the jocks. I did, but I had. <laughs> but I also. But we're not talking about then. We're no, talking about but now. I was a weirdo. I could. I hung yeah. out with everybody. Like I, I would spend time with different peer groups in school. Yeah. Were you? Were you like me? Where you were like for whatever reason popular with everyone, but it wasn't. Like you, you, you didn't choose anyone out of, for me, I didn't even almost didn't see clicks because everyone liked talking to me. Like I was everyone's friend for the most part. Yeah. I got along with a lot of people and I just, I don't know if I was popular. I was kind of popular because my friends were kind of popular. And yeah. We played baseball at the time. So it checks out. I was in a popular group, mm -hmm. but I was kind of the wallflower in that group. But, but I also would hang out with like headbangers, uh, you yeah. know, what was it? Head, headbangers. Uh, what was the name of the place they hung out? I don't remember, but Jerry's Pizza. Yeah, it was it was some derogatory about something derogatory about being high or something. Is the Stoner they, Lounge? Hmm? <clears throat> the Stoner Lounge. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. It was Stonies. It, was, it wasn't that. That it was kind of cool. That's was not, it the what, Flintstones? No, none of the, none of what you're saying is cool. <laughs> are, are, are you are you telling me Fred Flintstone's not cool? No, these guys these. Or not cool enough to be with a, a headbanger clicks? Or, come on, man. No, man. Come on. 
You don't think that little like little waft that Fred Flintstone's got at the front of his head would fit in and be great in a headbanger club? I no, think it man. might be. It, it, Fred Flintstone is like the 50s perfection of trying to brainwash society into this is how you will look. Later, we mm-hmm. saw Mr. Brady was the next iteration, but he was the one that went to college. Fred Flintstone yeah. was a working man's theory. Like if, yeah. you, if you were a working man, you aim to be Fred Flintstone with the neighbor, you know, with the hot neighbors, the, mm-hmm. your neighbor's hot wife, your hot wife, it's the 60s. There was underlying messages and all those oh, shows. You think they were all a little menage a trois. I mean. It's, I just made the word qua up for four because it wasn't a trois. Yeah. And that, that doesn't feel right. But at the same time, it kind of feels right. I went with it. I understood yeah. exactly what you you're saying. You got it, even if it was wrong. So to all our French listeners, apologies. You can send in to the gang at com what the word actually is for four. And. Kappa. Uh, Kaffa? Kaffa sank. Kaffa sank. Yeah. So Christians are right. making stuff up over here. And <laughs> I just, I had French in high school. Yeah. Hey, look, we've all eaten at Subway, all right? Yeah. So, voulez-vous que say olive to you too? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You're going to disco here. That's right. That's right. Itchy, itchy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, you're going disco, but yeah. you think it think you're like being hip because it yeah. was like Christina Aguilar and all them people. If you but if you say it with enough confidence and not in a sing songy voice, it almost sounds like you know French. Oh, I was convinced for a second yeah. that you went, and then I'm like, wait, he yeah. got like the 2000s version of That's that right. song. I know I didn't find the 1914 version of that song, but we're not here for that, Christian. Damn it. We've been talking for six and a half minutes and people are like, I thought this was about Disney, which is how it kind of opened up. And then we lost ourselves. Yeah. But we found ourselves again and we're back. What you need to do is just like needle drop in the middle for the rest of that conversation. Listen at the end. It was at that moment when they knew they had fucked up. Sorry, Jeremy. Anyway. I guess um, you're wondering how we got here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I just hear like Curb Your Enthusiasm's intro. Dun, dun, dun. Surprisingly, I didn't watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. Even if you didn't at this point, that is used so much for people messing up or making a fool of themselves that, yeah, everyone's aware of that song. And Curb Your Enthusiasm, for the record, anyone who's wondering on the final tangent before we get into this, is actually a very funny show. If you are a fan of Seinfeld, obviously, which Christian is not. So, but it's it's one of the Seinfeld writers, Larry David, who is. Equally he, as hilarious. He is as a great writer. Oh, I don't is. always watch his stuff, but he's yeah. He's he does well. Yeah. And if you want the most relatable, uncomfortable show of all time, Curb Your Enthusiasm is that show. Christian, what are we talking about today? We're here to talk about 
I, I found like a weird article or something that made me think of Disneyland's Haunted Mansion oh. in Anaheim, California, which to yeah. me is the best ride that ever existed. I don't think I've ever been. To Disneyland? Uh, no, I've been to Disneyland, but uh, honestly, I haven't been to Disneyland recently enough to remember anything. Did you? Did your mom not allow you to go to the Haunted Mansion? Uh, when did the Haunted Mansion come out? When in, was that ride invented? In my dad's day, childhood days. Oh yeah, so it might not have been around when I went. Um, no, just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But see, when I went with my parents, we were, I was two. Like that was the oh, last okay. time I went with my parents was when I was two years old. So yeah, she you probably don't take a two-year-old in that place. Yeah, I can't imagine. She was like, oh, wait until we show Scott the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. And that's where it started for me. Yeah, that terrified my sister when Isn't she was like, like an elevator drop? No, there's, there's, there's a lot too? in there. Really? And it's, it's yeah. like for adults, it's kind of laughable. Yeah. But for a kid, I like a two, it's, that would be terrifying. It's terrifying. Yeah. But, don't ever do that to your kids. It's huh. yeah, unless you want to go see the haunted mansion with your old man, get in there. Yeah, it's great though. But so, what got me on the subject is I love that ride. It's people. It's the one of the most, probably the most famous Disney ride. Sure, next to Pirates of the Caribbean. But this was. Are this you kidding is, me? You're not going to say teacups before Pirates of the Caribbean? Well, there's a the small teacups. Small world too. That's but, true. Damn. You but that's boring. Again. That's just with the catchy song catchy yeah nobody wants the world to live in peace there's no money to be made in that yeah that's true moving on so anyway and actually before we move on i meant to say a few minutes ago when you're talking conspiracies for someone that doesn't believe in a lot of conspiracies you sure do have a lot of conspiracies anyway please continue mine are true well there you go so the story was when they were originally designing well let me go down the story a little bit let me start over on that one when it opened on August 9th, 1969, it had been an idea for two decades. Its debut in Anaheim, California was a state-of-the-art trip into a mansion inspired throughout cinema to that time. So basically, they made a, a, a ride that basically dealt with all the creepy mansions that had been in film. Mm. They'd looked at all of them like Disney does. They studied it. Yeah. And then like, made how something. How do we make this? Yeah. Yeah which is why they're still around. They do a great job. Like the stories of them haven't sending their animators to just stare at animals for days at a time so they could animate them properly and it yeah. works. So some of the original ghost that they wanted to put in the, in the ride. Jack the Ripper. Yeah, Jack the Ripper, Guy Fox. You know who he is, right? No. He was like the gunpowder plot guy. And you see their, his mask all the time, like QAnon. Not QAnon. Um, so on with the, like... The white face. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. What is the name of that group? Anonymous. Yes. So... and that, so, I don't know, Christian, because they're anonymous. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, Ivan the Terrible. Classic. Which you don't really need to know about him. The name tells you yeah. everything. Yeah. Everything that was terrible, he was willing yeah. to do as a leader of Russia back in the day. Uh, who, Ivan the Terrible? Oh, he was great. Yeah. yeah. It's they, He just said he gave himself that name. Alexander the Great? No, he was terrible. Yeah. Mm. So, and then I got, oh, the scariest ghost would be none other than the mad monk himself, Gregory Rasputin. Gross. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a trip to like have a Disney ride with all those people? It would be very interesting. It would be, it's not something you'd expect from a Disney ride, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the late 50s, early 60s, that's where Walt Disney's mind was going. Yeah. 
amongst other things about hate and choose and whatnot, but that's not for this episode. Those people in the past. What can I say, man? Yeah. It's all good. You're forgiven because we love the teacups. Yeah. Get in here, Walt. You're back. I don't love. Uncanceled. Walt's coming back. Oh, yeah. His head's somewhere frozen, right? Well, he's coming back. We're going to talk about him later in this episode. Mm, yes. We, this is a haunted Disney yeah. episode. So, yeah. Somewhere during the Haunted Mansions, and this is from Week in Weird. Somewhere during the Haunted Mansion's 20 years of development, Disney Imagineer Mark Davis decided that Gregory Rasputin, the seemingly unkillable Russian mystic, would make a, a fabulously, fabulous, fabulously frightening fandom. What a fabulously frightening phantom. You said that with the 50s accent. Exactly. Too. Exactly. You got a 50s cinema there. accent. That's right. After all, when it takes stabbing, poisoning, four shootings, a clubbing, and a drowning to adequately adequately kill someone, there's a good chance they'll make a pretty scary ghost. No, there's a good chance they were already made a pretty scary ghost long ago when all that shit happened to them. Yeah. Him. Yeah. I probably... I haven't, I don't know if I've mentioned on air here, but I've told you that he's like one of my most fascinating characters in history. Yeah. You said you really loved what he stood for and that he was great. I said he was under misunderstood. (laughs) You said you're getting his name tattooed on your chest. No. In in old English. I'm not that impressed. Mm -hmm. It would be, I I would have to probably do like Cyrillic or something because it's Russian writing. Gotcha. So. Mark Davis began to draw up a suitably spooky portrait of Rasputin, capitalizing on his hypnotic eyes by designing a painting that would gradually morph into an eerie, all-seeing eyeball. Hot. (laughs) All of the Imagineers were excited by the monk's ghost, but when it came to approval from Walt Disney himself, it was nine. Wow. No, for those of you guys, i just like to... No. You, you almost have to yell nine in order to get the point across. You can't expect it was nine. Nine. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's how you get the jump scared of people. They'll just be sitting there and be like, it was, oh, God, what? Yeah. Oops. Oops. Yeah. No. It wasn't so much the ghosts that frightened him, but the lawsuits that might be directed his way by the still living relatives of Rasputin. Who yeah. also were shot, stabbed, glued to a train track or whatever. No, there were a few lo- that survived. His nice. daughter survived, um, but that's it's, it's kind of it's funny to me that it all came down to him not getting sued. I know, yeah. Well, what a great idea, but huh. lawsuits, please. Yeah, he was ahead of the game because most people didn't think about that back then. Yeah, now they're thinking about how they can sue people. Yeah. So, I, I originally started off on the haunted mansion, but then I found a couple stories. Mm. So we're gonna go through the Disneyland park a little bit too. Let's do that. Let's... But first off. Get your Mickey ears out, everyone. Yeah, get your Mickey ears out. I don't know what else to say, but... Swing by and get a $500 lightsaber. I cannot believe you haven't been in the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, I seem like someone that was almost made for it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. When it's time to take little Atlas to Disneyland, you guys better not leave me home. Oh, no. Someone needs to watch little Atlas while China and I enjoy ourselves. So you can show them parts of the whole new world. I can show you this expensive shit. Yeah. You know, that's my job. That's I'm good at that stuff. So, yeah, there's also a theory that Walt Disney's ghost still haunts the park he helped create. This isn't from that other thing anymore. This is just part of the story. When Disney would when Walt Disney would stay overnight at the park, he had an apartment over the Main Street firehouse. You know where that's at? 
Uh, yeah, it was actually one of the main stops when I was two years old. Yeah. He would leave a light on to let cast members know he was on site. After his death, a cast member was cleaning up the apartment and turned out the light when she left. She got to the street below and the light was on again. She went back and turned it off again, but when she got back to the street, it was on. It is said that e it even turns on when unplugged at times. Today is left on at all times. Because they can afford the power bill. Right. Good night, everybody. No. Yeah, and, and I mean, if you think about it, also, you got energy-saving bulbs these days. There's no reason that you can't leave a light on. No. I could leave these lights on forever, and we'd spend like $3 a month if that, you know. But it's also kind of a cute story that Walt Disney might be looking at after his park. It's a little tip of the hat. Like, hey, yep. guys, don't mess up this moneymaker that I left for you, okay? Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, and there was that old, he hated the Jews thing, so I'm I, just going to keep coming back to that. No, that man, thing, so. let it go. I want you to cut that part out. Let's, we're we're going to have fun here. I'm going to, should I just there's no need. After? There's no need to comment on all the, every, everybody in the past had some. Everyone hated the Jews. We get it. No, okay, what if, what if at the end of the outro music, it's just that sentence, and there was that whole hating the Jews thing. So, there's that. Yeah. The end. Just one sentence, no discussion. After the after the outro music, just is a there random... proof of this? Yes, there's a cast member that reports hearing a a train going on because they have the old train thing. Yeah, but no trains are going because it's the middle of the night, and, and that would be weird. And it's even the tracking is on because they can track where each car is. Oh yeah, yeah, and they can see it, and then the whistle just happens. But they call it Walt's train because Walt Walt really liked that train whistle and that whole setup. That was one of the original things he did there. Yeah, I bet he really liked trains, didn't he? That's what they all liked back then. Man, when I was a kid, <laughs> trains were the, like, we were at the end of the train era yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, my, his love for trains thing was taking a different track entirely, but I'm glad you brought it into a wholesome. Yes, you're not something very dark. Yeah. The exit. Okay, so we're going to talk about some other ghosts really quick, quickly. Okay. The exit to the haunted mansion is said to be haunted by a boy, by the ghost of a, of a crying boy. I'm going to stop you right there terrifying no thanks yeah his mother is reported reportedly spread his ashes outside of the the ride so now he stands out there and cries because he can't he she dropped him off at the exit and he's like what the hell mom yeah, i can't even inside. enjoy it yeah i wanted to be in the haunted mansion yeah i'm right exit. by the exit but all these people are coming out they look frightened and happy and excited yeah. and i sit here and just watch it never to see yeah way to go mom yeah Ugh. what if that happened like could you imagine like i'm gonna be like scott and china Read my will when I die. I want my ashes spread here. Hmm. What if it trapped you and you were terrified forever because you're trapped? Like yeah. me, I'd probably want to be spread in a river and I'd be like drowning for eternity. You'd be stretched thin across the entire globe, drowning for eternity. Yeah. That'd be terrifying. Yep. Yeah. But you, I mean, part of me thinks, what if I, like, you know, a lot of ghosts, they have um, that whole, like the stuff with the light bulb and whatnot, that's that could be one of like the people that aren't real willing to let go yet. Yeah. Like for Walt, and it could be maybe if there's like some kind of you know proverb in there somewhere, right? But for Walt, someone who had built this empire, when he passes on, he's not able to take any of that with him. So maybe it's one of those things where that spirit wants to stay behind. It's like, no, 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 this was everything to me. This was everything. When in reality, you should let go and move on because it's probably better on the other side, dude. Maybe this was Walt's plan to begin with. He built yeah. this grand amusement park. So then when he died, he'd be like, this is fun. Well, then he's like, I still have a job. Mm. And let me get to what the job is. He has this 
amusement park that kids dream about from the moment they hear. So he's a pervert. Gotcha. No, no, we're going down a different track. Okay. So when these kids die, as some kids will. So he's adults, a murderous pervert. No, no pervert involved. <laughs> okay. He's murderous. Then. No, you got, you got to let that go. Okay. This is not murderous. But he still hated the Jews, right? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, he has this park yes. and people die and they see the light. And then it's like, I can't go into the light yet. I've never been to Disneyland. So they travel to Disneyland mm. where the spirit of Walt Disney hangs out and oversees his amusement park filled with ghosts. Before they move on. And the Haunted Mansion is actually their hotel when they're there. That's, yeah, it's like a portal. It's the hotel they stay at. Mm. They do some little scaring. We don't really catch it because we're busy watching stuff, but we are scared. Yeah. We don't know why. We then, are scared. And then once they've seen Disneyland, they transcend into the light. Classic. It's a tale as old as time, really. He's, it's so wholesome. Yeah. In the 40s, there was a small plane crash in Anaheim, and the pilots, both the pilots' ghost, now hangs out with all the fake ghosts in the mansion. Could you imagine that? Be like, we're dead. <laughs> so we these... the nothing because I can't eat, drink, or enjoy myself. Yeah, we're just going to sit here in the haunted mansion with these scary ghosts. Yeah. Because, because Walt, Walt Disney channels our power. Because he's it, a murderous. No, he's pervert. not murderous. He yeah. just uses natural energy wow. to propel his his um, company from the afterlife into the power. Yeah, this seems wholesome. You're right. Yeah. There's a fun name for a Disney ghost. It's Mr. One Way. Mr. One Way. Yeah. Who is known for sitting in empty seats on space, the Space Mountain ride, but dis disappearing before the last curve and he seems to be notorious for hair pulling so did someone die on this ride they don't know he just rides it one way they don't know if anyone has ever died on the ride oh i, I maybe i don't remember because why would that's no what would you okay well, let's say you're enjoying this ride i just went through the theory they visit before in the afterlife no. Because it's the most, it's the magical kingdom. And you think well, he, the person that disappears is actually a ghost that had come to visit Disneyland and the exit into the astral plane is from this ride. And maybe he likes to spend eternity just sitting in with the people. Nah, it doesn't sit right. It doesn't sit right with me. I'm sorry. Okay, Mr. Under, understander of all ghosts. Hey, it's a gift, you know, yeah. but someone's got to do it, Mr. One Way or another. He's going to find you. He's going to get you, get you, get you, get you. Ah, uh, my first love. That song? No, that Blondie, oh. Deborah Harry. That was her name? Yeah. That was your first love's name? Deborah Harry? Yeah. She's lead singer on the band Blondie. Oh. Sang that song? Okay. Yeah. We'll go back to some of the Blondie days in 1984. Oh, please, can we? Yeah. And Dolly Young was killed when she was thrown from the sled she was in and killed by an, an another an oncoming sled. She still hangs around. This is Space Mountain. She still hangs around the point of her death, which has a nickname, Dolly's okay. Dip. Okay. Are you, they gave it a nickname? They always they said, hey, remember the girl that died here? Let's name this Dolly's Dip. This is the area she died, guys. Let's give it a quirky nickname. Sounds some, like something people do. Wow. Nah, that, see, that also doesn't sit right. There's a lot of things not sitting with me today, Christian. Well, let's go, go to another one. Okay. 
A custodian named Mike A said he was sweeping in New Orleans, which is the, the one of the sections of Disneyland where the Haunted Mansion is. Mm, I thought it was in Louisiana, but I yeah. guess I'm mistaken. Which is one of my favorite parts of the park, too, is that area. I'm pretty sure it's also called Nolens, but all right. Whatever. Um, where the, it's where the Haunted Mansion is. And mm. he saw an older lady in an antique wheelchair. That he was, and he felt it was made out of wood. That's how he could tell it was antique. He quick, quickly brushed it off, brushed it off, only to be unnerved seconds later when he looked again and she had disappeared. A few months later, while talking to another cast member, she told him that she had seen an old lady in a wheelchair when she was sweeping in the haunted mansion after the park was closed. That's I don't know. Like, I guess it makes sense. I mean, how isn't there like some really dark things about Disney too that they do to like keep people from knowing or if there's bad publicity that gets out that they keep people from knowing about it by changing stuff or by keeping it on the dl or like they paint everything a specific color green that disappears into the background because it i don't know it's there's a lot of weird stuff that goes on with like deaths in the park like it's a rule that they that no one can die inside disney to the point where i heard a story that there was someone that was about to die and they literally got him outside the park so they could say that he didn't die at Disney. Really all you have to do is not declare him dead until you get him outside of the that, park. That's what they might have done is they yeah. might have kept him alive long enough to get him out of the park and then be like, all right, now he's out. He, he died outside of Disney. What probably happened is they're like, we've been doing CPR for an hour and then, okay, put him in the ambulance, keep mm. doing it. Drive him to the exit and toss him into the tall grass. See, that, I mean, those are stories, but, you know, maybe it's a corporation. It's a major business. Well, yeah. Any, any of us would probably try to put our business in a better light. And yeah. somebody dying at the park does take away from some of the magical stuff because you're escaping yeah. the real world when you're there. Sure. Yeah. So when somebody, Dolly Young, falls off a, a, a ride and dies, it's pretty scary. Did, did she die? No, no, she didn't die. She just fell into Dolly's dip. But this story makes it sound like she died there. So maybe some of that yeah. stuff's not true. Well, there's very few deaths, like quote unquote, official deaths at Disney because they want to cover that shit. Yeah. Well, also, it's so old, you would think there'd be a few more. Hmm. Obviously, there's not a ton of deaths, but there's a lot of ghosts from the story. Maybe that's why the ghosts stick around is that being killed there is such a traumatic event because it never happens that it. Maybe Walt Disney is, you know, collecting the souls of the dead for yeah. his own, you know, revival whenever that technology comes about. That would be awesome. Ten years ago. Yeah. He's back. Okay. So this one is, this one I found, it was submitted by Stacy B. Stacy B. And she says, I have a gift. And on occasion, whenever I enter the park and I'm not caught up in the thrill of just being in Disneyland, I can sense the presence of unseen beings in various sections of the park. Like, for instance, the Haunted Mansion every now and then, and then I get the feeling of a being observing me, and it has an intent feeling, as well as a strong sense along Main Street that all is not as it seems in this happy place, an underlying sense of foreboding and distress. Yeah, but also there's maybe for something like that, for someone that feels things, like as sensitive, maybe they're not picking up on the spirits so much, but that foreboding and stress, like as dark as it is to talk about, I'm sure there's several instances of child trafficking or like some kind of trafficking taking place at Disneyland. I wouldn't even go that far. I would just say like handoffs or something like that, or you can kidnap kids easier because it's, you know, there's, there's gotta be, there's gotta be a long history I, of that I, shit. I disagree. I, I don't think it's that simple. Really? I would, I could say I'm going to go a more mundane type okay. of foreboding. 
you get millions and millions of kids through the years. Mm. And now that we're in this modern world, we kind of realize that there were a lot of abused kids in the world. Yeah. And their parents might have been taking them to Disneyland throughout the so, you know, you got these kids that are being abused, going to the happiest place on earth, and sure they're smiling and taken away, but you know, you have that darkness yeah. depending on the level of abuse. Some of those kids that were going into that park had like a darkness following them. Yeah, but how many that. abused kids do you know that are getting taken to Disneyland? Like most I, I people would, when they're abused, I don't think they get like, hey, we're going to Disney. I, I think sometimes the abuse isn't quite like the level that is criminal, but just the level that was normal in parenting hmm. that sometimes goes a little bit beyond that people later, oh, my mama used to beat me with a switch type of thing. But sometimes that's traumatizing and yeah. and you're right at the level of going into abuse. And some of those kids were probably abused. And, and now, you know. There's just a lot of growing up is not the easiest of time. Yeah. So some of these kids walk through that park at times. Yeah. And for anyone uh, that wasn't born, you know, before 1960, a switch is a stick. Oh, I learned that the first time you said switch on this podcast many a moon ago at this point. And I remember thinking, what the actual bad word is uh, Christian talking about the switch nonsense? You it's had to look stick. it up. No, I had to ask you, I'm like, what the hell is oh. a switch? And you said, it's a stick. And I said, okay, yeah, let's just say a stick. And here we are, playing it out once more. Sorry, Almost man. as if we're a ghost at Disney. Wow. Yeah, we didn't think about that. I'm, you know what? I'm going to stick. I like your uh, your take on that, but I'm going to stick with human trafficking. It's probably also going on at Disney fairly frequently. No, man. I'm will, dude, there's I'm so not much saying space it. and so I'm, many distractions. People I'm, are getting kidnapped left and right. I'm not saying that's never happened, mm. but. I think you're wrong. Okay. Well, then the theme of this podcast moves on. Yep. Naomi B., who was an artist at the park, said she often heard the laughter of children after hours and, and when the park was closed. Again, a theme here. There is. What if Walt Disney not only made the magical kingdom for us patrons, but maybe he knew that the ghost would take a trip there before departing this earthly plane? And he could harvest their souls if he was as nefarious as you've been trying to go down. Yeah. Or he was just providing a happy place for children and the ghost of children. And me, because I would go there before I left this earthly plane. Well, you're an adult, so it is technically the ghost of children. But That's um, true. true. I'm surprised you didn't touch on the, the Walt Disney, or yeah, the, the actual Walt ghost that has been caught on like security cams or something walking through the park at night. I, I There's more than one story of yeah. his ghost other than the one above the firehouse. Yeah, I think that was the only one that I remember is seeing that like CCTV footage of, and it's not even like super definitive. It does look like a ghost in image, but yeah. hey, you know, who's to say that he doesn't just meander or meander around his park? Like, ah, yes, the things that I created in this earthly domain of mine. You know, another thing that, and I always talk about stories and like, even before this, I was like, uh, words are magic kind of thing. Mm. And Disneyland has done really well in Disney in general with myths and ancient stories. Mm. We still get to hear about them. We see them. Maybe they create like a certain energy because stories, I believe, create energy in some way. Mm. It's such a powerful kingdom, especially now, now that they basically control some the of the entire biggest, world yeah, yeah they control some of the best entertainment the things that most people want to see like star wars and marvel and stuff like that yeah 
I mean, there's a lot of power there and maybe it's not all financial. Maybe when there's that much power, it, it creates like a certain thing in the dimension of space and time that we don't quite understand. But, I mean, that is one way to look at it. Yes. And then we, we think about Monsters, Inc. We do think about Monsters, and Inc. how quite often power was derived from the fear of children. Mm, yes. Or the fear of monsters. No. Ah, the monsters got the power by scaring the children. Yeah. But it wasn't a fear of children. Was it? Well, they had a fear of children because they I weren't supposed they did. to. Yeah, they remember they taught them how evil they were so the monsters wouldn't interact and like the children. Yeah. And screw up their power grab. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen Monsters, Inc. But you'll be seeing it again in many times in the future. I'm Can't sure. I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will. Uh, yeah, but that's, you know, those are our takes. That's an interesting. That's that's all you got for Haunted Disney, yeah? Yeah, I mean, it's a summer break episode. Yeah. But it was, it, I thought no, it was the perfect length for what we're doing Yeah, here, I, I just, you know, I think there's, and it just was fun when I started thinking about it. It yeah. ended up being just like a fun little. And it little does, break. it is an episode that you would come up with for this podcast. And it matches, the, for once, your Disney references actually match the podcast the theme of this podcast right so congratulations on that it's a summer we'll call it a summer break miracle here and um i yeah. have determined that one of these days on i don't know how what platform it'll be on but we're gonna have to go down why i referenced disney and mm. marvel and star wars type stuff and why it pertains to the podcast just yeah. a thought someday we're gonna have to explain this because i think it makes sense but i think i have to explain it to people to make it make sense Sure. Yeah, and I'll just, what we'll do for that is I'll just set the recording gear up and I'll let you sit alone in this room for six hours straight and just talk your little heart out and then get it off your chest and we'll move on. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We have plenty of plans for different shows and different takes, different videos. I've got weird stuff in the works that isn't even technically related to paranormal or unexplained type yeah, stuff. Yeah, I have a couple of those too. Yeah. So we're we're trying to work everything in because we do. There's so many different ways we could take this this show that. It's fun. It's fun. But, you know, you've heard our takes on some of the the ghosts of Disney. Number one, what was your favorite one? If you're listening to this show, comment on socials. Let us know. Uh, let us know if you've had a weird experience at Disney as well. Or if you want to, you know, remind me of what the park's even like. Tell me what your favorite ride at Disney was. So that when I take my son and we make a TFD trip, uh, that I can remember to check in and check that out. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be like so expensive it is yeah especially inflation in this economy come on we're talking six thousand dollars just for me to walk through those doors yep worth every penny sure sure that's when our listeners get us all the listeners and buy up that merch if you guys want to get me through six thousand dollars worth of disney i'm gonna need you to pick some merch up all right do it yep. for the pod go to the freakydeeky.com hit the shop button and pick out some very weird shirts Blankets, posters, the whole nine, whatever we got going on over there. It's fun stuff. Great designs. You're going to enjoy it. But for the time being, I think we're done here, Christian. We're done for now. We're done. Find us on socials. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Five stars is recommended. If it's one star, I'm just going to talk about it and be sad. But I'm not going to talk about it on the air so you guys know that I'm still hard as fuck. All right? Just kidding. Sorry, Jeremy. Deuces. See you later. Thank you, Christian. Goodbye. Thank you.